Hey everybody, welcome to Game Goose. Today is August 28th, and it is episode 10. We're recording a little early this week, one day early due to some uh, schedule conflicts. My name is Dan Curry. I'm joined here in Lansing, Michigan, stormy Lansing, Michigan. Yeah. With Clinton Brower. What's up, man? Get a little storm rolling in, maybe. So if you hear some little rumblies, it's not my tumblies. (laughs) It is the storm outside. Uh, and then of course we're joined as always. Well, except for that one time. <laughs> yeah. Neil, well, he was still kind of here. There. I was still with you in spirit. <laughs> Neil Brower in New York. How's it going, man? Uh, it goes well. And you know you don't need to tell people when we don't record on schedule. Like it's a Tuesday. They can. This could it's still gonna, come out on a yeah, Thursday. It's gonna yeah. come out on Thursday. Know. Yeah, yeah. I just we, like because I I just say the date just so like everything we're talking about people are like oh that makes sense. You know. I don't know. That's, that's fair. fair. Maybe I don't. We need really to see the can't. Day. We really have a hard time lying to our viewers unless we don't know we're doing it. <laughs> Full transparency. Yeah. Here. We're all about you know just kicking it with right. our. With our friends that are listening. Right, right. Uh, so <laughs> if you want to talk back to us, check us out on Facebook, Twitter. You can subscribe, comment on iTunes, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, you leave us a nice review. Yes. Tell us about how beautiful our voices are. <laughs> Whatever you want to say. Um, I'll give you a hint. It's a lot of compression. <laughs> and then uh, you can email us at gamegoosepodcast at gmail.com. So what have you guys been playing, Clinton? What have you been playing? Uh, so we talked about it a little bit last week, but I've been playing the guides still. Right, right. Uh, I've made it through, mm, I think, most of the game. Mm-hmm. Got stuck. Been trying to get hints out of the game and things, but I haven't played it in a few days. But That puzzle, yeah. Now that's that's the extreme puzzle game with yeah. like ciphers. and Yeah, okay. yeah. I played a very small amount and was like, yeah, this is not for me. <laughs> no, that's fair. <laughs> so I'm in section three, like puzzle... 12 or something and there's like 30 puzzles per section i think okay but i spent i sent we should post that picture i sent you somewhere i sent dan a picture of all the so i spent one day at work Mm -hmm. playing it for far too long for being at work (laughs) and i had just notes and notes scribbled out on paper oh yeah he did all around me it was like being in a movie where they're stringing up yarn and (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it wasn't wasn't for me, but uh, it it was cool. But I was just like, yeah, I'm not yeah. It's an interesting it. game. It's a cool game. It's I mean, it's definitely like got its audience. I think. Mm-hmm. But. And you and I played a little Overwatch this weekend. We did. Yeah, yeah. I dipped my toe into the Overwatch world. Yeah, you were I'm doing pretty. So, I'm so sad I couldn't be there. Yeah, you were you were busy the time the day that we were playing, and then we were busy the day that you were available. Uh, but yeah, Clinton did really well with. Uh, he was killing it with Mercy. He was making the board and stuff. And then you were doing pretty well with Roadhog. Was the other guy you really liked? Yeah, and Moira. Good. I and liked. Moira. Yep. Yep. Uh, yeah, I haven't really dug too deep into it, yeah. so I'm not too too versed in what anyone does. So mm-hmm. I get caught out with ultimates and everything. Yeah, we were trying to do mystery heroes because I was like, it'll cycle you through. And then I was like, oh, this is actually a bad idea because yeah, you don't really. Well. <laughs> yeah. It's been like yeah. a minute every time I get a new character, just trying to figure out what they can do. Yeah. So we switched to quick play, and it was just funny because I just one time he's like, "I'm gonna try Bastion." I was like, "Don't play Bastion. <laughs> you are not allowed." <laughs> I mean, you can play Bastion. It's just, I don't know. I, I, there's two kinds of Bastions: the ones you play against, and they're really good and they're annoying, and then the ones that are on your team, they have no idea what they're doing. <laughs> That's I played like, with a Bastion when I so I played the day after we played for a little while, and. Uh, I played with a Bastion, not as Bastion, right. but with one, and he was 
just destroying kids. Yeah, it it depends. Well, okay, on- Bastion does really Bastion. Bastion is what you would call a pub stopper. Um, he's very good in the lower tiers, which you as a level what five ten are in. Once you get up into people that know how to play against certain heroes, especially like like uh, fortification heroes, uh, he really drops off. Yeah, they. Uh, yeah, because you, you he has really hard counters. Because like when he goes into a stationary mode, mm-hmm. there's people that can just wreck him. Yeah. So, but I, he's such a cool. Have you ever have you ever watched any Overwatch sorts? Uh, the like video of the bird and stuff. Is that yeah, yeah. The yeah. Bastion one's really really yeah. good. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. I played a little bit of Overwatch today. I mean, I've been enjoying it a lot. Getting back into it. But anything else you played? Clinton? Uh, I've been playing GTA. Mm-hmm. I've realized in GTA that there should be a fast travel. The taxi's fine and mm-hmm. it works, but I don't want to wait 30 seconds and then get in a car for another 30 seconds. I think that's a little hint towards what we might be talking about later today. Yeah, I didn't think of that. Uh, <laughs> traveling, it has to load for another mm-hmm. minute and a half. It's just like, all right, just let me fast travel. If you're going to let me fast travel from anywhere, just mm-hmm. let me actually fast travel from anywhere. Yeah. And you can't do that in online, can you? No, uh, no. I don't think so. Nope. You can get a taxi, but there's no um, there's no fast travel at all. The only time you can ever skip stuff is when you've already done a heist together. Yeah. If everyone on the team has done the heist, you can... Uh, you can skip driving to the heist. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Gotcha. Which is, like, some of those, it's like, why is this in here? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to spend seven minutes with four dudes I don't know driving for 12 miles mm-hmm. across this map just to get there and everyone dies and then you just respawn us right here anyways. <laughs> yeah, like, it's kind of uh, weird. It is kind of weird. There's a lot of things in it that I just, like... Yeah, as I'm playing it, like, it is so good. Yeah, it's... There's just it's, little it, nitpicky yeah. stuff. Yeah. And it's a lot of fun when you have people you can play with. Right. Uh, I would never do a heist with people I don't know, because yeah. people drop out after yeah. and stuff like that. It, and another thing I was, like... I was playing it last night, and the other thing I realized that I not liked or enjoyed is how just kind of meandery the story is. I think oh, yeah, it's like it a symptom of having the three different characters. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the times I'm like, okay, I want to like continue like playing the story. And it's like, no, you have to wait like 20 minutes until Lester calls or whatever. Right, yeah. Like, yeah, that is a little strange. And there's yeah, there's some offshoot stuff that I'm like, how does it really line into the story? Yeah. yeah. It's interesting. Uh, Neil, what have you been playing over there? Um, uh, well, Overwatch, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, still enjoying that. Um, still... Still cruising on Slashy Night on my phone. I'm not very good at phone games. I downloaded Slashy Night again and gave it another shot, and I really enjoy that one. I can't get past, like, the third world, and it's making me feel bad. That's where I'm Uh, at right now. It's tough. Yeah. But other than that, uh... Oh, I played... uh, My brother-in-law and our friend Phil and I got this cheap, stupid Xbox game called Guts and Glory, where they put you through... They put you through like obstacle courses as uh, people people riding bikes. There's a bike pulling like an old radio flyer wagon. There's an ATV, and you just go through these bu- these brutal brutal obstacle courses and get like s- sliced in half by chainsaws, or <laughs> you hit a you hit a dangling mace and then your face gets impaled and then what's you're just it, swinging around. What's it called? It's called good. It's called Guts and Glory, and it's a great game to play with beers and a friend. <laughs> How much is it? It's like, I think it was like 10 bucks. Oh, nice, nice, nice. A little couch co-op? I mean, 
I mean, no, it, you just passed the controller. Oh, um, gotcha. I mean, it looks awful. It doesn't handle well, but it's hilarious. <laughs> I have I have been playing with a uh, friend, Sam, uh, Gang Beast. Oh, yeah. Which has been a <gasps> lot of fun. Yeah. What uh, have you been playing on? Uh, his PS4. Yep. God, uh, I want to play Gang Beast yeah, so it's, bad. It's, it's fun. Uh, I figured out, because him and his brother had played it the night before, mm-hmm. and uh, they just doing whatever so i come in and I'm just like s- tapping the grab buttons and he'll swing his fist so i was like right, figuring yeah. out how to punch people and stuff so <laughs> like, how are you punching people I was like oh you just tap it a bunch right and then like it's like a whole like learning thing because i was he was headbutting me i was like how are you headbutting it's <laughs> <laughs> like oh you just hit circle and square back and forth a bunch and then i figured out you can like grab people and lift them over your head <laughs> so yeah you just wrestle or slam them yeah it's so much fun yeah i talked to him last night and he was saying that we gotta get together and play soon yeah so yeah, we have a long weekend this weekend so yeah we've just been playing the like oh, two yeah. player uh, but yeah, I think it would be a lot of fun yeah. with more people. I'll bring over my controller sometime, and yeah. I'm thinking about grabbing. I have a bunch of uh, <clears throat> uh, credit at Disc Traders, the yeah. local place, uh, local used game store, and I might jump over there and grab some controllers. I need to grab stuff getting prepared for Smash Brothers. I need yeah. to get in Mario Party and <laughs> stuff like that. So yeah. No, it was fun, and uh, yeah, I think it'll be a lot of fun with more people. Yeah, I'm interested in that. If you're looking for a game similar to Game Beast, get um, Human Fall Flat. It's like a puzzle game version of that. Yeah, it's cooperative. We've played but that, but not up. cooperative. Yeah. Did we oh, it's super play... fun cooperative. No, we tried to play cooperative, but it hadn't come to the Switch yet. Yeah. Yeah, because we both have it gotcha. for Switch. Because it's on sale for Switch like every other dollar, week. It is yeah. right now. Like, yeah, for $7.50. Um, I played all those games that you guys talked about, besides Gang Beast and all that. You know, I played Overwatch. Played Slashy Night. Didn't have a lot of time today. I jumped on a Grand Theft Auto, did a couple of missions, and then I played um, the update for Halo Master Chief Collection came out today in preparation for it to come on to Game Pass on the first, and it works finally. <laughs> I played. Hey. I played. I played five games and with very little downtime in between, um, maybe a minute at the most. And it's finding people. They they cut down the amount of playlists there are right now, so like the whole population's in a small amount of playlists. But um, as more people download the patch and get on, and more people come on for Game Pass, they have a whole plan that you can read in the patch notes, and they're gonna have all these great playlists. Is and, it out on Game Pass now? Uh, September first, okay. it comes to Game Pass. Okay. And it took me a, a couple <laughs> games to get used to it again. Yeah. Um, and the thing is, I think once more people start coming in. It'll be a better experience just because there'll be more skill levels. Yeah. Because I think all the people on Master Chief Collection have been playing it forever. <laughs> you know, I think maybe some people jumped on today because the new update. Yeah. But people that have been that are play it, play it. You know. Yeah, they love Halo, and that's all they do is play. Oh, for sure. Halo. I did get VIP in uh, my last match though on Oddball. Nice. Where we have to hold the ball for the longest and. Um, there was one guy on our team that never touched the ball but had like the most kills. I was like, that's fine with me, man. He's just chasing people. Yeah, if I can hold them behind you, shooting everyone. (laughs) Yeah, so. um, And that's the other thing, like, uh, Halo, I'm excited for it to come to Game Pass so we can all play together because Overwatch really makes you play as a team. It really makes you play as a team and you all have different roles and some people aren't great at that and that's always your downfall. But for the most part, most people understand, hey, we all have different roles, we have to do different things, we have an objective. Halo, you really should work together and group up together and stay together because you have a better chance of killing people that are coming at you and holding onto the ball or capturing the flag together. And I just don't think that it ever really gave you 
any set of training wheels of being like, hey, if you guys stick together, you have a better chance of winning. Like, yeah. people just, like, run off. And you can do that because you can, you know, kill four people with a grenade or whatever. But um, it is a whole different skill set. But I really enjoyed playing that again, and I'm glad it's working. Super fun. Yeah. I, I'm excited. I'm excited for that. Um, that used to be our jam. I mean, we were really good at that. I'm sure we've lost, or at least I've lost all of my Halo skills, but... Oh, for sure. There was a couple to it. couple moves I did today that I was like, oh, right, I forget that. Like, you punch people and then shoot them in the head, and it's like an insta-kill. Like, I was like, that's yeah, right. Yeah. That's a move that I used to know how to do. And Oh, I have a really funny clip I want to share with you guys, especially you, Neil, um, of me getting an energy sword and attempting to kill somebody with it. <laughs> and We failing. were always both really bad with that, though. <laughs> yeah, but this is a ne- next level. You could tell I haven't played in a while. It's pretty fun. <laughs> Wasn't there like a bunch of stuff added to Halo Online with like special powers and stuff? Um, that was Halo Four. Yeah, Four. You started getting like loadouts, and you could change like if you had a jetpack or if you had a bubble shield or okay. if you had like different stuff. Three added. I liked it better in Three, where you could pick. You like didn't just pick up weapons. You also picked up bubble shields or like camo or things like that. So it's interesting. I I I hope that the next one kind of pulls it back. From being more like Call of Duty and things yeah. like that, um, but because it's interesting, I did like I was playing Halo Two mostly today, and I was like, "How come I can't sprint?" And I was like, "Oh right, like that wasn't part of it, <laughs> you know." So, and I don't see. Think- I think I'm the reverse of you. I liked four more than I liked three. I like the abilities because I, I mean, I don't want to go to the stiff. I don't want to go back to the stiff gameplay of one and two. Uh, yeah, I liked it. One and two are both. It- well, there's. Master Chief has one. It has two. It has two anniversary. Has one anniversary. Excuse me. Has um, combat evolved anniversary. It has two classic two anniversary. So there's two versions of two on it. So you can play the old one or the new one, which is gotcha. um, graphics updated, controllers updated. It's got three and then four. So um, yeah, and you can play whatever game you want. But I, I just I think because I played two so much when we were younger, I feel more comfortable there. Definitely. All right, Neil, uh, speaking of playing Halo in the past, what do you got for us on gaming history? <clears throat> Good segue. Um, so on August 27th, <laughs> 1997, uh, Sony released the main reason I don't like PlayStation, and that is their dual analog controller. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, I was playing Gang Beast, mm-hmm. obviously. Uh, <clears throat> and the buttons on it just feel so soft. It's like weird. there's no feedback on it. I think uh, for my money, I think Xbox has always had the best controllers, with the exception of that the original big you need two people to play. Yeah. Basically. Oh that, yeah. That was really Definitely. bad. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I I don't really care for the PlayStation controllers. Yeah, it was not not I don't know I was not because I've been playing the Xbox for the last two weeks or whatever. Mm-hmm. And when I picked up that controller and I was like pushing the buttons, I was like, "These have no like. When does it like actually like get clicked? Or where's right. the like point? There's no like feedback on it." Yeah, I like the PlayStation Four a lot better than the Three. I always thought like the Threes and before it felt really plasticky. Like yeah. I always felt like they would almost kind of like the old NES controllers. Like you like am I uh, yeah. Break okay, this? so I snapped a PS3 controller in half once, and <laughs> I, I do not think I could do that with an Xbox controller. No, no, I agree. I agree. The only thing with the four that I have to get used to is it's kind of long, so your hands are further away. Yeah. But that's you know, so it was, it was the same with the Wii U. But all right, it just none of it feels ergonomic. Yeah, that's the word. It's very like it doesn't. Yeah, yeah I feel that too. 
Okay, so on 1999, uh, same day, August 27th, uh, this is a uh, this is a memory test for you guys because I don't remember this at all. Um, Nintendo revealed reveals the 64DD. So you remember? I think it, the first one was for if you had a Nintendo 64. I think it was for Donkey Kong 64. You had to get that little red, black and red pack that you push into the top of your N64. Into the Do you 60- remember the expense? Oh, right. Yeah. Yes, yes. On the front of the 64, there was a little bay thing that you... Yes. Yeah, and that'd give you some extra RAM to run some bigger games. But then on top of that, this is what the 64DD is. It is a base that you sit your N64 onto. It clicks in. It has another cartridge holder. And it gave you both extra RAND and connection to the internet. RAND what did you do net. with the internet? You play on that? I well, can't. What did you play? I, I can't even I'm tell sure you. I didn't games. know this was a thing. We'll have to look that up and check that out. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I, like I guys, said, I, I never had an N64 during the N64 era. So, gotcha. Yeah. yeah, I had just never heard of this. It's like a little, it's like a little base, and hmm. uh, third-party developers had originally planned online gaming um, as being even more important than a web browser. But anyways, pretty, we'll look into that. I'm, I'm interested. That's funny that Nintendo was like. Yeah, we'll do internet stuff, and now here we are with the Switch, <laughs> and they're like light years behind everybody. It looks like a second. Oh. Uh, it looks like a second sixty-four that it just sits on top of. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Oh, once logged into the service, player players could choose the following options: an editing tool, create custom avatars to interact with other users. Very Nintendo, even in nineteen ninety-nine. Information exchange, use online message boards to share emails with other users. Uh, community swap messages with the game's programmers and producers. Wow, that's cool. You could talk to the devs. And then internet surfing, surf the internet with custom web, web, web browser formatted for viewing on a television set. Interesting. I had never heard of this. It also had a real-time clock in it, Ooh. so there were persistent game worlds. And there was a game called Cabbage that was a pet breeding game that you used the 64DD because it had a clock Ah. function. All right, well, we're going to have to dive into this and see what happened that was so offensive that Nintendo didn't touch internet for another two or three decades. Well, I can answer that question right here. An undelivered feature was Mario Artist intended to allow the design and printing of postcards. I bet people drew... (laughs) Dicks. <laughs> Probably, as we've learned, as soon as you allow people to draw things. Why does Nintendo keep allowing people to draw things? I bet you the first you graffiti is just a dick. Yeah. I, th- I yeah. feel like we've talked about this. Yeah, yeah, we talked about it with the... the I thing. think it came before the pyramids. <laughs> yeah, the first cave Probably. painting is actually just a big schlong in a cave in France somewhere. Probably. <laughs> All right, schlongs aside... August 29th, 2006, THQ, this is for you and Courtney, Dan, Mm -hmm. releases Saints Row for Uh, Xbox 360. You said schlongs aside, but then you talked about Saints Row. (laughs) Which is schlongs included and encouraged. Uh, I can't remember which one Courtney just played, but she had a giant dildo bat that she would beat people with. Nice. The thing is, Uh, I played the first one and I enjoyed it, and I played the second one, and that's where I kind of fell off. Uh, but originally it was kind of just like a Grand Theft Auto clone. It was like 
you could do like different things. Like you could do the, I like the insurance fraud. You could go ragdoll in front of cars and they'd hit you and send you flying. <laughs> like the farther. <laughs> but the first f- one wasn't so silly. Right. Yeah. It was basically just a Grand Theft Auto clone. And then I, I, I mean, I got to understand. I understand why they did this, but they had to separate themselves and it just became outrageous till there's like one yeah. where you have superpowers and there's one where you're in hell. There's one where you're president. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I never really got on board with like the later ones, but I did enjoy that first one, but my wife has played all of them multiple times. Gotcha. So. I I tried to play one and just didn't get into it. Yeah. I mean, it it looks fun to mess around and it yeah. is fun how silly it is. So, like I like watching her play it, but I'd rather play Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. August 30th, 2004, Nintendo releases Pikmin 2 for the game. Nice. I love Pikmin. This Can't wait for game the next one. broke my heart. It broke your heart? This was, yeah, I I am so, this was bad when I, I, this was back when I still felt, like, I'd get mad at my friends if they killed my Marines in Halo, like they killed the CGI. Oh, right, right. Like, watching all my little Pikmin die, uh, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> It hurt. Uh, it hurt. That's funny. So, <laughs> I just want to. I want to point out that you were 13 and you were still <laughs> sad about this. Okay, things. let's not give him too much shit because I there's a uh, there's a mission in GTA where you have to like torture some guy, and I was struggling to do that mission. That one's a little stronger <laughs> than little ghost plants, but that know. that one is pretty tough. But the like, what so the cute. fuck? I don't want to torture him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, when you pull the tooth is the worst. Yeah, but uh, I can't wait for the next Pikmin. I love those games. Great puzzle. Did games. you ever play the one for Hard. Wii U, Neil? Uh, I tried to, yeah, while you were out one day, and I was—I think I was back from college, and it was really hard. And I'm just bad at those games. Really, I'm really bad at those. I games. I enjoyed that game a lot. I uh, I like them, and they're short. They're so short when you like, oh, and you know, that's kind of like a timed game. You're trying to see how fast you can get off. I don't think yeah. I've played the first one, but I've played two. Yeah, and I played the one on the. Is the Wii U one three or four? I'm like blanking on this now. I'm going it might have a name and not a number. I think it's three. It's when they add it is people three. other yep. than Olimar. Yep, it's Pikmin 3. Because um, I don't think 2 had anyone other than Olimar. It's so strange. Like when you, So when you, Google a, uh, when you Google a game, it will bring it up and it will bring up the, um, the ratings. And this is strange. It has eBay 4.9 out of 5, which is like whatever. But then there's Metacritic, which is something more, and then 87%. Never seen this before. Five out of five from Walmart. <laughs> Good old Wall World. <laughs> um, yeah, I hope that we get a new Pikmin. I actually might want to go back and play that Pikmin 3. All right, uh, what else you got? You, there is a lot this week. This is when stuff starts moving. Yeah, yeah. We actually have releases mm-hmm. and stuff, and sports games aren't coming out anymore. Um, so on August, and I forgot I even knew this game. August 31st, 1999, Atari Games releases... The Gauntlet Legends video games for the N64. Uh, remember when we played a Gauntlet game like Mad that one time, Neil? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> it was. It was. This was. It, I remember that game really well, and the N64 game was honestly not that far off from it. it I mean, I, I wonder if it was. It a was such a simple Diablo-esque. Uh, dungeon crawler RPG and it might have been the first time I was exposed to this and I loved it. Yeah, Gauntlet's really good and it did it did give rise to a whole genre 
and uh, push that genre forward. There's um, a arcade place in town that has Gauntlet. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. uh, which. Uh, yeah, it started. Somewhere. It started as a arcade like cabinet game. Right, right. The one over in uh, East Lansing, Pinball Pete's. Oh, nice, nice. I believe I'm not getting my arcades mixed up. Right, right. Um, yeah, I, I wonder. If that's that's a thing that I'm surprised there isn't like a new that they haven't like revived. Because did you see they're bringing out <laughs> new Streets of Rage? Like that's an old school. They're doing a Streets of Rage four. Nice. Yeah. So. Deep cut. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then on September 1st, 1992, Nintendo releases the OG kart racing game, Super Mario Kart for the NES. Nice. I love that game. My brother and I would play the shit out of that game. I, that's on the um, my NES Classic. I'd like to get it. But it's like 64 is so good, too. And then the Switch. Which is one of the I don't know. Is there a bad Mario Kart game? Maybe have one on a DS or something. Maybe, but I don't I don't think no. so. And people love Double Dash and things yeah, like that. There's not I don't think oh, there's I love a Double Dash. Bad Mario Kart game. I don't like I don't like Mario Kart eight that much. Oh, I, I think Mario Kart my, eight is one of the best. I mean, ones. I no sorry, I would say I would say it's one of my least favorite, but I still like it. Have you played the Switch one? Were they updated? Yeah, I've played them both. See, I definitely they're think rem- that remarkably similar. Well, yeah, but there's there's a lot more, and I, I really enjoy really enjoy that kind of stuff. Um, I enjoy all the updates and stuff. It's the same. Sorry, sorry, Dan. Well, I mean, it is the same game, but I'm just saying it's updated yeah. and stuff. Yeah, no, I wasn't a huge fan of it on the Wii U, to be honest, and I really enjoyed playing it on the Switch. But maybe that's just because I've had people to play with. Yeah, I really want to. Yep. I really want to get that game, but I'm like, well, Clinton has it, and if I'm ever playing, it's usually with Clinton. So. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so I haven't pulled the trigger yet. Maybe if I find some really good. Um, and the controllers on the Switch are garbage for playing it. If you have unless the you ones. have yeah, yeah, unless you have the big ones like we do, which right. is a lot of fun on the big controllers. Yep, yep. Mm. I, that's another thing I'm trying to get. I should have ended with Super Mario Kart. I have one more, but I, this is kind of a. I don't know if you guys... You guys have never talked about this franchise before. Um, I remember this game pretty well. In 2000, Ubisoft releases Rayman 2, The Great Escape. I played Rayman. I like Rayman. Yeah. This was another game that made me really sad as a young man. Because all the cute little animals were getting locked up and put in cages. And I couldn't ever find all of them in a level. (laughs) So I knew they were still locked up. Uh, There's been some recent Rayman games that are actually very, very good. They kind of... I feel like they kind of get looked over. Like Rayman Legends came out Mm -hmm. recently. Yep. Yeah, that's good. It's fun. All right, now let's head to the future. Like I said, we're finally getting into some stuff um, that's happening. August 28th, which is today for us. But if you're listening, it was a couple days ago. Today, Donut Country. No, there's a county. county. It's it, county. Sorry, my computer keeps... We had the same... Oh, no. Stop it right there. We had the same conversation last year, or last week. <laughs> I know what joke I made. Yeah, we... Donut County. Skip it. <laughs> yeah. We've already done this one. Well, I know, but I... Moved. We've already done it! <laughs> fine. Fine. <laughs> it's coming out finally. <laughs> After it's the only game we've been able we've to... We've done this already! <laughs> Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate for Nintendo Switch comes out today. Uh, the Walking Dead Season 1, Telltale, uh, the Telltale uh, uh, series. The se- first season's coming out today for Nintendo Switch. August 31st, Divinity Original Sin 2 is coming to PS4 and Xbox. And September 4th, Jag- Dragon Quest 11 is coming for Nintendo Switch, PC, PS4, and 3DS. Excuse me. 
And then on September 4th, also, Destiny 2, the Forsaken expansion, is coming to wherever you're playing Destiny at. Nice. So anything you guys are excited about there? Uh, No. No? Mm. (laughs) Um, I know people are really into the Monster Hunter Generations. People are excited for that. It's supposed to have a crap load of monsters. I never really got into those. Um, I'm excited that Telltale is coming to Switch, um, just because... I, I'm not a huge fan of Telltale games. I've enjoyed a couple of them. Yeah. But I think it's a good, uh, you know, and any time that companies and series start coming to Switch, it just gives us more now for p- players now and more for the future. Yeah. Um, Dragon Quest Eleven. I never really got totally into Dragon Quest, but I know a lot of people are pumped about that. Have you guys played Destiny 2 at all? I know you guys were playing Destiny for a long time. Neil's or... played Destiny 2. I beat 2. it. Yep, and then I mean it's the same effect for actually this will this will fold into our conversation later. But Destiny Two and GTA kind of have the same thing. I'll get through the main story, I'll do everything I need to do, and then it immediately just falls off a cliff for me, and I don't want to play it. Yeah, yeah. All right, uh, let's head into the news. There was a rumor about this, but has been confirmed. This is from VentureBeat.com. Xbox All Access is real and a great deal. So what this is, is it's kind of like what you do with your phone. So when you get a phone uh, with a company, you can like rent it for a certain amount. You know, you're like renting it with your contract. And when your contract's up, you get to keep your phone. This is the same thing. So you'll you'll get an Xbox. You can do it. There's an Xbox One S version. version excuse me. Um, you get Xbox Live Gold and Xbox Game Pass. It's a two-year contract. And when you're done, you get to keep your Xbox. Yeah. So it's like a, it's like a payment plan. Mm-hmm. You just pay. You pay $35 a month for the Xbox One X for two years or you pay $22 a month for the Xbox one S for two years. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, yeah, in the article that we read, I read whoever read, um, it did, they did the math and I checked it over and it checks out, but a new Xbox one X is 500 bucks plus the Xbox live for two years and game pass mm-hmm. comes out to 860 bucks. Right. Which, if you pay the monthly, it's eight hundred and forty. So you save yourself twenty bucks over the two years. Yeah, uh, twenty bucks over two <laughs> years, and that's for the Xbox One X. For the One S, you save even more. Uh, it comes out to I think five hundred twenty-eight dollars total. Which, if you bought them all separate, it would be six hundred and forty. So that's a bit more, hundred and some. Yeah, yeah. Um, for me, I think this is a great idea. Uh, if I did not have an Xbox, I'd already do it. I yeah. still run on the original Xbox. Um, I don't have 4K TVs or anything like that. Yeah. So, um, for me, I think this would have been a great thing to do a little bit earlier because there we're already hearing rumors in 2020 of a new Xbox. Yeah, where it's like, okay, so if, well, as soon as I'm done paying off this. <laughs> Like, the new Xbox is going to be out. You know, it's a two-year contract. Yeah, but are they going to yeah. run this thing with the new one? If they run like this a, with the new one, I'm on board. This is supposed to be like a limited time kind of oh, is it? special offer thing that I... As far as what I read. Okay. All right. So... Um, yeah, it's definitely a cool thing if I was if I was into that, if I, you know, but... Um, it, yeah, it seemed like a testing the waters kind of thing to see how viable this is. Probably to see how many people do it and mm-hmm. then either stop paying or... Right. Like... They'll probably figure out how many Xboxes they lose and what the like. Yeah, a um, couple things. Uh, like so, 
if, if you stop paying it, there's got to be some kind of cancellation fee. Right? There is. You just pay whatever you have left. Gotcha. gotcha. So if you want to stop your monthly payments, you can just pay whatever you have left. <laughs> or you, you can probably send it back. It's going to be like, so weird when there's going to be like Xbox collections. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know. Ugh. But, um, but yeah, but the thing is, that, you know, they're seeing how many people are going to do this. It's like, it's so late in the cycle. It feels like if you wanted an Xbox, you would have gotten one. Yeah, and, but the people that this kind of stuff orients to usually yeah. aren't people that can just spend... Right, they have a hard time with the $700 yeah. on a yeah. Xbox. Yeah. Um, but I, I think it's a great idea. Uh, it's definitely something I would do in the future if they have it for the next one. No, yeah, especially because you're saving, like I said, either 20 bucks on a 1X or 120 bucks on a 1S. So, right. like... And that's it. And you save even more if you're paying for gold monthly. Right. That's if you buy two 12 month $60 gold subscriptions. Yeah. Whereas if you play gold monthly, it's $120 for the year. So right. you save even more that way. Yeah. I, I think it's an awesome idea. Uh, I hope they do it for the next one. And I could, I could also see them not doing it for a brand new console. Yeah. They might wait. But yeah. Even if it was. Me. You know, I'm surprised it saves you money because honestly, if it was a little more, that even would seem like it'd make more sense. Yeah. I, that's <laughs> what I was thinking too. But I wonder if there's a price drop coming. Yeah. That's true too. So I don't know. That's true. Um, Neil, is this something you would do? The the only reason I would even think about it, and uh, and that's because I have a really nice 4K TV with the original Xbox, which doesn't do 4K. So uh, it'd be nice to see what some of these games look like at 4K, but I also don't really care. Right, especially <laughs> so the next. I'm probably gonna wait two and a half years for the next Xbox. Right, right. Um, if they did it for the new one. Even with maybe like a little more interest left on, I might be interested. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it depends. I'm already like starting to save for the next one. <laughs> just yeah, that's the thing. I, I, I'll, if I know about it, I'll be able to afford it. Right, right. I, that's not me bragging about money. That's me knowing how to budget. Yes, <laughs> starting to set aside money for the next <laughs> yeah. Xbox. Yeah. Um, speaking of things that are coming up and making a bunch of money, this is a little. So the, this is from ComicBook.com and. Uh, I apologize. I'm going to say something a little negative about them. They're usually pretty sensationalist because <laughs> uh, their headline is Super Smash Brothers Ultimate is the best-selling game of 2018 so far on Amazon, which is pretty cool. Like they've they've done a lot of pre-orders. Obviously, it's a great thing. Here's the problem: you open it, <laughs> and they show that Amazon uh, does how they how they do it. They divide sales for each game by platform. So if we do like Far Cry Five for Xbox and PS4 together, it might have way it more. It might have more. So, but it's still it's selling a lot already. Yeah. So like any, so it has more. It's sold more than any other. Um, uh, what do you call uh, exclusive? Jeez, I lost. Oh it. yeah, yeah. So it's sold more. So by they sell they track by SKUs. Which right, if yeah. you don't know what SKUs are, they're like uh, tracking like inventory tracking numbers right right so like if a tv comes out it has a model number but then it's also given a skew mm -hmm. and so the skews on an xbox games are different than the skews on a ps4 game right so the way they're tracking it is through the the individual skews and so it has more sales via that skew number than right right so I'm, I'm i mean obviously i'm pumped i'm one of those people that pre-ordered through amazon to get my 20 percent off which ends yeah. today but but Clinton, you're saying that 
their findings might be a little skewed. Yes, because the stop stock keeping <laughs> unit SKU skew is. I don't care about your response. It was funny. I'm laughing at my own joke. <laughs> if you wanted the pun, ah, uh, and if uh, if you're an alcohol fan, as long as, along with a video game fan. Bethesda is planning to release a Fallout-themed rum. Why don't they put out some ah. Skyrim mead? They, Why's it gotta be rum? Half of the like things in Skyrim are mead. I like, think it's just because it's a promotional tool. God damn it, Bethesda! I want some <laughs> mead. I want mead. Because uh, they do. Because they did Nuka Cola too. They did. Yeah, mm-hmm. but no one cares oh, about yeah. Nuka Cola. But I mean, those. But those are like the first <laughs> things they've really done. Uh, I remember like so people had such a hard time getting it. But yeah, this is from VGR, so they're going to do a... It's going to be called Nuka-Cola... Or, sorry, Nuka-Dark Rum. Why not, like, Nuka-Cola Quantum or something cool? Um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. So, yeah, it's interesting. I think I'm definitely going to try to get some of this. Uh, hopefully it's easier to get um, than the past. And I doubt it. Yeah, probably. And then just kind of a broad statement on uh, it'll Gamescom. Keep, it'll keep. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> it'll keep better than a Nuka Cola. True. Maybe true. you can have like a Nuka Cola and rum drink. Yeah. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> then you'll be a super fan. <laughs> they should open a Fallout bar that looks all like. Just a ghoul behind yeah. them. <laughs> it's a guy in makeup, four hours of makeup every day before a shift. <laughs> And then just a general uh, overall thing, Gamescom uh, was last week, and, um, you know, it's not as big as E3, there's not, like, huge announcements normally, Um, but, you know, I I do recommend you just kind of look at what's going through Gamescom, they announced uh, new new characters for Smash Brothers, for Jump Force, Uh, they had a Lego Overwatch set, Saints Row, speaking of Saints Row, the third is coming to Nintendo Switch, just more stuff about past announcements for the most part there's yeah. more stuff about wasn't Fallout. that uh that that 45 minutes of gameplay for cyberpunk that came out yesterday so that i don't know that, that was games con yep. yeah uh but yeah did you watch did anybody watch that uh cyberpunk? i watched yeah uh, i watched I the whole thing i watched almost the whole thing yeah um did you watch any of it neil i skimmed it it looks pretty fun it looks cool um what were your thoughts i'm i don't think it's gonna look anything like that yeah i think that they've Whatever they've got it running on, mm-hmm. they did the same thing with uh, the Witcher. Witcher, where it, like looked fucking super cool mm-hmm. and looked like it had all these pixels in it and everything, and it was super bright and colorful and everything. And then it came out, and it was like, oh, this is just brown. <laughs> <laughs> Which uh, I think it's going to be the same thing with this one, where it's just not going to be what they put out. Um, for me, I think it looked cool. It was like, oh, this is a game I'd play. But as far as like being like something that's like groundbreaking, I was like, this kind of looks like yeah. Deus Ex. There was nothing in it that that I was like, oh, that's a good, interesting idea. Which I mean, it is two years out and yeah. like dumping your kind of like original ideas into an early yeah. gameplay video may not be the best idea. But like, like I definitely I like the world looked really cool. Yeah, and like there's no loading times. Yeah. but like we're getting to a point where there's like a lot of games with no loading times. Yeah. Um, and like they probably hide them behind elevators and stuff. There was definitely an elevator scene where it's like, yeah, you're loading the world when you're in the elevator. Like yeah. we understand how that works. And like I understand, like everyone walking around was really cool and stuff like that. But then when she went to like, this is your when they went to the doctor or whatever. I'm like, this is the exact same thing you do in Deus Ex. Like this just looks like a 
a prettier day. Like it. Yeah. So like they're like you modify your body like. Yeah, like it's like it's like it's yeah, such and, a yeah. Weird... I don't think any of it was groundbreaking or like treading new yeah. paths in the world that we're on here. Yeah, but... it looked cool. Like it looked fun. Yeah, yeah, no, and it looks interesting, and I think it'll be fun to see where it goes. Mm-hmm. But I am, I'm not blowing my load on it yet. Yeah, but I, you know, I didn't really like The Witcher that much either. So yeah, but this looks more up my alley than I love The Witcher. The Witcher so. was so. Neil's is a game you're, you're gonna check out. Yeah, not. Full price, not, not full price on it. Yeah, we'll see. I'm barely full. I'm not usually full price on many games. I'll like, pay full price for it if yeah. it comes out. And, and oh, if, if it's like if more comes out and I'm like I need this, yeah, then yeah, yeah. It but, seems yeah. I don't know. It just seems like a futuristic GTA. Yeah, and we saw more about um uh, this game. I feel like is getting skimmed over a lot. And I'm one of the games I'm like most excited for is Super Mario Party. Saw so more of that. Yeah, they showed that rafting um mini game or like. Mode, mode. Yeah. and that looks fun. Like yeah, it's just, I if I'm playing Mario Party, I don't want to work with you. I I liked, <laughs> yeah, but I liked that there was like the timing aspect and stuff, like to see how far you could get. Well, it, what do you mean about like the two v two and the one v three games? No, that's fine, but no, you're no, still like working on working on yourself to try and get through. So this is kind of like you know the the recent Mario Karts where you're all in the same car. Mario parties, yeah, yeah, Mario yeah. parties. Sorry, um, it's kind of like that, but you're on a, a a river and you have to row. And hit balloons and avoid, and then you then you do a mini game that all four of you work together, and how well you do depends on how much more time you get, and you try to get to the end of the river by the end. Yeah, it's got like branching paths, Mm -hmm. paths, and Mm -hmm. it looks fun and it looks kind of chill. But like, I mean, I'm not gonna be mad at a game that give me more. No, 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 no. (laughs) I just it doesn't look like a mode that I will ever want to play. I might check it out sometime. Um, If the mini games in it are cool, then sure. Yeah, if they're like there was a couple of fun mini games then. So, all right. Uh, anything else before we take our break? Nope. I got nothing. Nah. All right. Well, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back in a moment. All right, everybody. Welcome back to Game Goose. That was a nice little break. Clinton got himself a LaCroix. LaCroix. <laughs> Lemon flavored LaCroix. <laughs> Uh, our main topic today, we are going to be talking about open world games and uh, just our thoughts on them, what, what we enjoy about them, what we don't like, just kind of, you know, the idea of them. I think it's a genre. I don't even know if you consider it a genre, really. Cause, mm, you know, at this point, it's more just a gameplay element. Yeah, yeah. I think it, it's something it, that we all enjoy. It definitely started as a genre, but now it's become so doable and, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's almost a pre- prerequisite yeah, for a lot of... Like genres staple mm-hmm. almost for yeah and i do think that it's becoming like this i, I think it's kind of f- fading out a little bit but for a while it's becoming like a buzzword and like games that didn't need to be open world became open world and like everybody was doing it and i think that we're kind of getting aw- away from that now but there are really good ones there's bad ones uh most of the thing for, for me as i was looking through the games i've played i haven't played very many like really bad ones so I did as we were like doing this. I looked up like lists of like the worst open world games ever. I was like, oh, I haven't really played these because they probably got bad reviews and never picked them up. But there are things about the games that even that I like have open world elements that kind of hurt the game overall. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think uh, when we talk about open worlds, kind of you know just to put like a definition on it, you can go anywhere and do whatever you want at a time. Like there's no linear. Yeah, you don't have to follow a path from mm-hmm. one place to the next. Right. And there's like, you know, because like Fable, 
has side quests, but I wouldn't really consider that open world, would you guys? Like the first and second one? No, no, no. Even when you're out in the wilderness, you, there's a very clear path, or at least a choice of paths. Right. It's not just open. They, they're they directing you in, in where you can go. Right. Um, I think the... I mean, we've talked about this game before, and this is a lot of, you know, but I think the best open world game I've played is Zelda Breath of the Wild. Yeah. No, and it's... Yeah, it's a good game, and it's not. It doesn't get bogged down in its open worldness. I think. Yeah, no, I agree. <clears throat> like um, the moving around is enjoyable in that game. Yeah, and I think the thing is when you like, it's it's wide open and it's beautiful in the fields. But I think what really like makes it great is whatever you see, you can go to. Yeah, and I don't think there was a single time where I was moving from one like quest or area to another that I didn't see something that I was like. Ooh, what's that? Oh, I want to go check that yeah. out. <laughs> and I think yeah. I think it would be a completely different game, and it would be a shitty open world game if mm-hmm. you didn't have the climbing and the hang glider. Yeah, yeah. The, t- the, 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 the tandem of the two of them mm-hmm. really took that game from being, like, monotonous to mm-hmm. being, yeah, a, an exploration, like... And that's, like, a skill set. It adds a whole other challenge to it. Yeah. 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 Um, I like that. I mean, I... One of my favorite parts about Zelda was finding, you know, just horses out in the wild and taming them. But I had a friend, Phil, who said, number one, he never knew you could do that. And when he did learn about about the time he was ready to beat the game, he was like, I don't care. I just enjoy running, climbing the tallest thing, and then hang gliding as far as I can. And, I don't need a horse. And that's what's good about the game. There's so many different ways to play and, like, move around the world. Mm-hmm. And um, and it's, it's just so packed with stuff. Yeah. There's so many shrines. There's so many little Koroks. There's, like, just so much stuff. Like, you never feel like you're walking around and not finding yeah. stuff. And yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, like, going back to, like, just the moving around mm-hmm. like i never played with the horse um mm-hmm. but and i was just bitching about this in gta mm-hmm. in breath of the wild you can literally like you can be falling to your death you can pause it go into the menu and fast travel yeah in the air so like you can always fast travel you can be mid fight and fast travel yeah you can like in like the the good thing I, that one other thing i liked about zelda is you can there's only certain points you can fast travel to the towers mm-hmm. so it doesn't just wipe out the exploration yeah yeah no you still have to get from like shrine or tower to where you want to go cuz i think fallout and elder scrolls games kind of kill the exploration by being able to fast travel to almost anything yeah, but you, at the same time, you can't fast travel when things are around you, and you have to have been there already. Yeah, yeah that's true. That's mm-hmm. true. Um, but the, I mean, <laughs> I, how do you feel about that, Neil? Like, I feel like eventually, I think they do that. I I was about to disagree with you entirely about Bethesda and uh, uh, in their system. I mean, Skyrim definitely. Um, you, I don't know if you had to be there. I think you could. Fast travel to the main cities first. Uh, no, you you the um you can get the the horse and carriage yeah, to take you, you to the You can get the horse and carriage. Which that's is what it is. One no, of the things I would do I first is just go to all the cities. Yeah, and I think that's the way to do it. Honestly, I wouldn't even be mad if they if they made all those cities fast travelable right away. Um, because I mean these maps are getting bigger and bigger yeah. and more dense and more dense. They you know they can't make you. They want you to be able to do anything. Right. They can't. They can't pigeonhole you into a starting point. Right. Um. But yeah, that's the end of my point. Oh. Actually. Yeah. For, just for me, it's like towards the end of the game when you've been to so many places. It. I just feel like I'm like, oh, that place is really close. I'll go there. Yeah. Um. And and I find myself. 
and I, I mean that's on me too but i think zelda i don't have to make a choice like i go and i can you know and then i fly and it's close enough but yeah with enough distance that i am exploring but i you know i have made the choice in elder scrolls in a fall to be like you know what i'm gonna go a place a little bit farther and walk to get that exploration but i do think that sometimes it's a little too easy to fast travel through yeah i don't know i think there's yeah, I but don't there's know. good and bad. If I couldn't fast travel right there, I might just be like, I've been there before. Let me go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and that's yeah. I a lot of these games would be terrible if you couldn't fast travel. Yeah, At true. least personally, and I know there are people that play where they just don't fast travel. Yeah, I tried to do that once, and then I got distracted by another game. But I would like to play like a Fallout Four and never fast travel. But yeah, I don't know. It just doesn't seem that doesn't sound fun to me yeah, at all. But it seems so, very like I think that. Elder Scrolls and Fallout do do really do do. <laughs> they uh, <laughs> they um, do have little details that aren't quest orient. Like part like you can like I love when you walk into a room and and Fallout and see how everybody died, and you can read a note and like it has nothing to do with the quest. And you kind of like oh that's cool. Like yeah. you know I think that's pretty neat. And so you might miss that kind of stuff if you could you know if you just fast travel everywhere. Yeah I don't know though because mm-hmm. I. And like I said, you have to get to these places first. Mm-hmm. And you, you might miss some things here and there, but right. I don't know. I think the monotony of traveling back and forth across some of these maps is, I don't know. Uh, while we're on the uh, the topic of Skyrim, um, not so much Oblivion that I remember, but I haven't played that game in a while. Um, I think that while Bethesda does it really well, there's the thing that drives me crazy in Skyrim is the mountains. Like, I understand, like, it's part of the, the area and stuff, but sometimes trying to get from one place to another with when you can't fast travel yet, you're like, where do I go? <laughs> like, yeah. and you're trying to get over the mountains and you can get stuck. Like, that's the number one place that I've had to, like, restart my game. I get stuck in between rocks or whatever. And people even have, like, a verb, like, skyrimming over these mountains or whatever. I'm... It is, it, the verb is, didn't we coin this or is this me <laughs> no, and No, people say it it's, everywhere. It's, it's but this it's but that's the mountain climbing. Yeah, it's kind of where weird. Where you just you just walk straight up the mountain until you find that one slippery that one slope that isn't so slippery mm. and that the developers didn't find. And press forward. So you jump and on there. Tap jump. And then you press forward and you go again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like I think that it like because Skyrim is smaller than Oblivion, and I almost think like the mountains give them. Gave them a way to make a lot of the part, lot of the map empty in a way, because like it's inaccessible. Yeah, just chunked of. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. I the as far as like mountain climbing goes, uh, we used to do that in World of Warcraft. We try to climb across things you weren't supposed to, and we'd spend like <laughs> hours doing it. My roommate and I were just like, and his brother. So I was tw- roommates with a twin. And his twin brother would get, like get like it was like his mission to go out and get stuck in places that he would have to call a like a game <laughs> game manager or whatever they're called a game <laughs> master to come to come yeah to come save his character and he couldn't you couldn't fast travel in wow you could oh. hearth back you could use your hearthstone and hearth back but so he couldn't do that when he was stuck though he would always destroy his hearthstone and then go out and try to find these places just so he could call a game master and be like hey I'm stuck you gotta come let me out this sounds pretty lonely <laughs> the funniest one though was he was stuck in a chimney that was like just too deep that he couldn't jump out of it so you could see him in the chimney like jumping up and down <laughs> they had to have like eventually been like 
Dude, you gotta stop doing this. You no, because I'm so sure much. they like it, like like yeah. finding these places where they can put in a little bug report or whatever. That's true. I didn't think about that. It's kind of like he's like just testing. testing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, do you know in Grand Theft Auto Five? Speaking of that, um, there's just places online that if you walk, you just die. Really? Yeah, I didn't know that. We're, really? I couldn't remember if we talked about it or if we were watching it. Yeah. So in GTA Online, people would find places that you could clip into walls and mm-hmm. stuff, and then you wouldn't be able to hit them. You would just be shooting out, and they couldn't shoot in. And so they made these death zones, and there's just areas. They're very, very small, and they're very few and far between. But there might be a time that you're just, like, walking on a roof, and then you'll just die because you're you're getting really close to getting to a place that you're not supposed to go. Nice. So you could just clip through, so they just put in a... No. No. Sorry. Yeah, instead (laughs) of... Yeah. It's because it's just an easier fix. Mm -hmm. And very few people find them. Huh. Um... Yeah, well, you were talking about Grand Theft Auto earlier and some of this stuff. Um, I really have enjoyed playing that game slowly and seeing everything yeah. in the city. The more I'm playing, the more annoyed I get with like the the northern country spot. Because yeah. like, it does feel alive for a country sometimes. And then sometimes I'm like, this is actually really empty and boring. So this is, yeah, this is an interesting thing that I realized that like... Because we were talking about GTA and how, like, in Grand Theft Auto V, Los Santos is, like, a uh, California equivalent or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they they talk about, sometimes the characters talk about, like, oh, driving upstate or whatever. Right. And, like, you live out in the middle of nowhere. And I'm like, this is, like, a five-minute drive. Yeah. Like, but time moves faster. The day-night cycle moves quicker and yeah, stuff. I yeah, I guess. But, like, it's like, this is tiny. <laughs> this isn't, like, up country. Like, it just yeah. it was such a dissonance yeah. for me. Like, especially, like, having lived in the middle of nowhere yeah, yeah. for a long time. <laughs> like, driving 20 minutes to get to a grocery store. I was like, this isn't, like... Not in the middle of nowhere. You're like next to a major metropolis. You know what's the... the <laughs> I, this is called a suburb. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. The issue with me for that is not because like I understand that you know it's supposed to be the time. It's supposed to be condensed and stuff like that. So that's not an issue for me except for the fact that they blatantly make a point when you become Trevor and he's going to drive into town. Mm-hmm. Like he's like gonna be staying at wade's cousin's house because it's way too far for me to come home like i'm driving in the city and you're driving and you're talking and to wade and telling all this like this long story and you feel you know you feel like oh they're going to the city and trevor's gonna stay there and then you get missions out in the country and he just pops back out there (laughs) and you're like yeah wasn't the whole point that he was gonna be gone for a while or there's the the mission the mission where you have to shoot down the airplane Mm -hmm. uh and so you shoot it down over the city, and it's like, oh, we're going down. We better turn around from the airport that's half a mile away and drive halfway across the state <laughs> to another airport. It's, oh, we missed that one. Better keep flying. It's weird that they bring attention to it. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I understand you got to condense it to yeah. some extent. But <laughs> I just thought it was such like a weird dissonance for me of mm-hmm. like, oh, this is such a huge place. Like going upstate is like right. a four hour away like no this is like are you playing a lot of the story at all neil or are you just kind of on doing the online no i'm just doing online when we can i beat the story i have i have no no motivation to beat it again <clears throat> yeah i forgot i ha- I was really close to beating the story and i never did but it, like there's just like there's a lot to do in the country and like stuff to do but they they're so far out yeah like there's so much more to do in the city 
Like if there's stuff to do in the country, I'm like, I'm I'm just not gonna do that one. Because yeah. once I'm got to come back, it's gonna be a pain in the butt. I always just try to find helicopters and get mad when they're not at the hospital or. <laughs> <laughs> true, true. If I bought a helicopter or plane, it wouldn't be that bad. But yeah, um, some of the driving in that can be a pain but, in the yeah. butt. Yeah, I, especially because it's like, I feel like they just sometimes just like have cars intentionally like try to mm-hmm. hit you. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, and that's the same. I have two other games on here that I that I listed that I I one of them I like, one of them I don't. Um, that that. Neil and I have played both, and you've played one of them with us, and that's Sea of Thieves and State of Decay, and I think that they have the same issue with Grand Theft Auto as that. State of Decay 2. Yeah, State of Decay 2. State of Decay 1 was fun, but I think that I had such high expectations for State of Decay 2, and it just became the same thing. But I'm just saying, I, th- I think State of Decay 1 nailed the open world concept. They did fine with it. State of Decay 2 lost it. See, I, I just think they're the same game, and I think because State of Decay 1 was, like, an indie game, it was like, whatever. And then, like, when 2 was, like, so hyped, and it was like, okay, what did you change? But the, it has both Sea of Thieves and State of Decay 2 have the same thing where it's like, there's so much traveling. And there's nothing there's nothing interesting, at least in Sea of Thieves, which is the only one I've yeah. played. There's nothing interesting from point A to point B. Oh, the first couple times you sail, you're like, this is cool. Yeah. <laughs> this is all I need. <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah. like, the way that the sails work is really cool and, like, the working together to move the mm-hmm. ship and yeah. seeing where you're going on the map, that's a lot of fun. But once you've done it, you've done it. Um, okay, so let's let's take a step back for a second. Okay. Uh, number one, I was telling Dan this earlier. I had a hard time coming up with bad games mm-hmm. for this uh, because I think a an, a bad open world game will lose me faster than any other genre of game because you know you go through the tutorial, sure there's a laid out mission for you, and then all of a sudden if they're if they're doing it stereotypically, boom, you're out in the open world. Mm-hmm. If something's not there to grab you instantly, whether it be a, you're looking forward, the opening was good enough that you're looking forward to the next story. Or, you know, there's there's something, like in Zelda, there's something cool looking right to your left, within eyeshot. Uh, eyeshot is not a phrase. <laughs> Point in that one. Eyeshot. Um, within view. Yeah, instantly. Uh, I mean, that's gonna, that's gonna lose you a little bit. So, I think... I think when we're talking about open world success or failure, we're looking at factors. Um, you guys can help me fill these out. I'm talking density. Mm-hmm. So how much is around you and how cool does it look? Uh, what else is there? Mobility. Mm-hmm. The way you move, which I think can be a little difficult. Your, your first mode of travel can't be awful. Uh, it can get better as you go, like in, uh, for some reason I'm thinking about Crackdown. In Crackdown you level up, but in the beginning you're just a cop that can kind of jump and run around. At the end of it, you can jump as high as the tallest building. Yeah. But it never felt slow, it never felt arduous. Right. Zelda Link never really gets any better at it. I mean, you can get a you horse, get better at climbing. But, yeah, you get better at climbing, but I mean, as far as like the big movements, traveling large amounts of ground... You always have the hand glider. Um, you can always shield slide, even though they don't tell you. Yeah, that, uh, that's the other interesting thing about Zelda is they just like let you go. There's very little. I'm surprised you guys like. I thought it must have. I must have come across something earlier that told me there's a man that teaches you how, but okay. I didn't find him. 
Because I was like yeah. doing that the whole time. I was like, yeah. Or I just like pushed the button and saw him do it. I was like, yeah. wait a minute, how did I do that? But like, yeah, you're given you're given uh, really cool ways to move around in Zelda um, early, except for like I think that's what lost Courtney is the plateau at the beginning. Yeah, can be a little before you get the glider. No, no, it can't. She's just not a Zelda fan. Yeah. As soon as the game started and let it let me move around, I'm like. My favorite game looks like this now. I can just, I can just do anything. No, I, I can okay. agree with her about the plateau. Like I was like, I'm dying all the time. Someone's like, just wait till you get the glider, and I'm like, oh yeah, I'm just falling off of cliffs constantly. Yeah, uh, I didn't die at all. Yeah, I don't. You know. guys are bad at Zelda. <laughs> I'm bad at most games. I'll just throw that out there. I'm bad at most games. You didn't die climbing all the time. I died climbing constantly in the oh, beginning. Oh, did you? Did you up no, your stamina? No, because it gives you a little first? wheel. I think it did my heart's first. Yeah. See, I as soon as I got pieces, I was just pumping them into stamina. I had filled out my stamina before I even got a heart piece. Uh, yeah, because like I would go, I would go. Uh, you climb until you get to halfway on your wheel, and then you look at the distance you've traveled. You look at what you have left and go, is that more than what I just climbed? No? Okay. Gotta go back down. <laughs> One, I wanted to experiment with, like, how much, like, because, like, towards the end, like, or I was, like, trying to see, like, if I stopped, if it would go back up, like, all kinds of stuff. Second, how are you so cautious in Zelda, but in GTA, <laughs> you're just flying around. Oh, no, you're the one who's cautious yeah, with me. I'm not cautious. You're the one who's not cautious. Anything. I drive like an old man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care if my character dies, so I will just do crazy shit. <laughs> Especially like in Zelda or GTA when you're just like mm-hmm. 100 feet away when you respawn. <laughs> but wait, help me flesh these out. Yeah, no. So we've got we've got mobility, mm-hmm. we've got density, yep. we've got uh ba, 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 what else should we call it? I don't know. I think those well, are density, some main things, but density I think is, know, that can kind of be broken down into two things, uh, like how much, how much side slash story mission stuff is around you, right, and how much, how unique the environment is. So how, how lost in it can you get even yeah. without needing an objective? There's yeah. ha- there has to be stuff to do, but there has to be a variety of stuff to do too. Because I think that's what lost me with um, with State of Decay too. Like there was a lot of stuff to do, but everything we did felt the same. It was like, go here and pick up supplies and fight zombies, then come home. Go here and pick up, yep. and then come home. Then go here and pick up. Like, and it was just like, all right, well, that's that's all fun and fun and good. I guess we were in such denial about that game. I think we played it two days longer than we wanted to, <laughs> just because neither of us wanted to admit that it wasn't any. Fun. I just thought there'd be a point, and like then the, also the multiplayer <laughs> stuff was just so messed up. I just thought there was going to yeah. be a point where, you know. Yeah. Something changed and nothing it's really not did. I think another another of your uh, t- tiers and points mm. grading metrics should be like interactability with the world. Yeah, because like in like in Zelda, you can't really interact with other characters much, Mm-mm. but you can interact with the world a lot, a lot. which makes which makes some of the like less populated right. areas. Jeez, f- 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 Pete's. <laughs> More Make fun. more yes, makes them more enjoyable. Yeah, because uh, you can mess with boulders and yeah, trees you can and... pick up barrels and throw them at enemies, and right. you can like yeah, I don't know. There's just things you can do. You can chop down every tree in the game. You can throw bombs at fish. You can like, <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. I don't know. They're just you fucking redneck. You <laughs> you can time stasis a box 
beat the shit out of it with a thing and then climb on it and go mm-hmm. flying Fine. with it. Like there's just you can experiment. Yeah, yeah. yeah I Which agree. I think in then like in GTA, there's like little different things every once in a while. Like yeah. you'll be driving and some lady will be screaming, "Hey, cut my bird!" Oh, those are my favorite like, things to do because yeah. I'm just like, but it's just so funny because it's like you're such a bad guy and you're a you're oh, yeah. you're a criminal and you're like, yeah, I got it. But you can stop the criminals and then be more of a criminal and take the stuff from yeah. them. Um, so I want to take this moment to praise Destiny. Okay. Which I I have played one and two and beat them, uh, beat the story. I've never I haven't gotten expansions for either because once I've beat it, I'm done. Yeah. Uh, but I will say this: their vehicles, they're like uh, I forget what they're called, sparrows. I think. Yes. Yeah, those uh, are fun. They're basically they're basically speeders from Star Wars. Yeah. You know, driving through the Ewok forest. They handle great. They're easy to find, easy to use. So much fun. There are a lot of and fun. And then I did think those were yeah, fun. They they drive a lot like a Halo vehicle would because it's made by Bungie. Yeah. Um and then on top of that, it's a very fun, it's a beautiful environment. They have virtually no no NPCs, so there's no one to interact with, really. It's just all enemies mm-hmm. and objectives. But essentially there's what, four or five different planets in either one so you have four or five different open worlds and uh i will say that a lot of times uh public events can feel like a chore like if i don't do this i'm gonna miss out all miss out on all of this uh xp or this reward but but i've done this a thousand times and i just don't want to do it again it really never got old for me with destiny and it was just fun to be like Okay, I'm going to go do this mission, and then all of a sudden, you're just in the wrong place at the wrong time, or the right place at the right time, and a giant drilling expedition comes down, and all of a sudden, you're swarmed with enemies, and, you know, it's an open platform, so there's there's ten other people rushing to get to that event, you're like, oh, I have friends! And then all of a sudden, it's incredibly exciting, and it's you're in a battle with friends De- or not friends. Destiny's just, so weird because it's like such like a medley of almost like it is. There's open world aspects, but then there's like very defined missions and level design once you get to a mission. You know what I mean? Yeah, it is kind of a hybrid. But yeah. when you are just on the planet, like trying to do your trying to find your daily resources. There's plenty of open world features. Right. I wouldn't call it an open world game, but it does have that element. And when you are in that element, I think they did it very well. Yeah. I think that there's, you know, yeah, it's interesting because it does definitely have open world elements and then non. Because um, I was trying to think, I haven't played, the, you know, Rage 2 is coming out soon. And I was trying to think of Rage, if I would even consider that an open world, because it's almost like a game that tries to trick you into thinking it's an open world when really you're just driving in between missions. Did you you played the first rage right now? Yeah, I really didn't like it. Yeah, it it was fun. It was the guns. Fine. The guns felt bad. The driving wasn't good as as good as some of the other driving I had done. It wasn't as good as like Bungie even. Yeah, I like the enemies. Um, that was my favorite part. Yeah, sure. But um, it it reminded me a little bit. Once you got into a level, it was pretty linear, mm-hmm. and it reminded me a lot of Metro games. Oh yeah, I've never played a Metro game. So, uh, also not great. <laughs> no new ones coming out. If you like, if you love story-based shooters, you're gonna like it. And maybe but I should play them. I, d- I, I like did. I shooters. didn't have a lot of. I didn't have a lot. Of I mean, the two like they're all on Game Pass, and then there's a new one coming out soon. So, I have to check those out. I was just thinking um, about another another game like uh, that's 
kind of interesting about being large but small in a way. Well, not small, but uh, Ark, the survival open world survival game. Mm-hmm. Oh. It's interesting because that that world is huge, but just by your skills and what you can do, you're limited to a certain space for so long. Yeah. And I think that's an interesting way to handle an open world too. I didn't like Ark. Oh, I love that game. I know. And I, I, I do too. didn't think anything about it was interesting or like fun. I like it a lot. It, uh, for Did you ever know. build a house? Did you ever tame a dino? Yeah, I played with you guys. I, I played with you, Neil, actually, probably more than I played with Dan, but... Maybe not. I don't know. I yeah. can't remember. I know I took Corny's Xbox and played it with you guys a few times. Yeah. But I, it just felt like doing chores to me. It was never like see, well, it interesting. Is. <laughs> it is a lot of doing chores, but it's like such a good progression. It's, it's a survival. Yeah. It's, you right. probably shouldn't give Fallout 76. <laughs> well, Fallout 76 going to have so Wait. We don't know enough about it. It's going to be different. Let's see what it looks like. Yeah. But, it, um, but, but I did like, because like. Um, I don't want to build houses. In but games, I do. Unless I do it's too. The Sims, which is funny because like that's how I wanted State of Decay to be like, and State of Decay definitely feels like chores, but they're for some reason were way more boring. But um, <laughs> but like the, like, the we, need, we need more wood. Okay, I'll get my stone out and hit this tree for an hour. Like. <laughs> yeah, but like the progression and just like everything was so oh, fun that you now could I'm getting create... attacked by dinosaurs. <laughs> Yeah, that's the best part. Is and I have a rock. <laughs> but I, like, yeah, I don't know. I played it for I played it enough to know that I didn't enjoy it. Didn't like it. Like, I liked playing online, kind of, but not enough. Like I, I just had more fun when it's just a couple of us. Yeah, and that's playing. the other thing too. Is like anytime I would try to play it, and any of those games like Rust or mm-hmm. uh, what's the other one I'm thinking of? I don't know. It doesn't matter. But like anytime you play online, it's just like. Oh yeah, I have a rock, and someone else has a sniper rifle, and they're <laughs> shooting me from three hundred yards away. That was actually one of my favorite things to do if I ever play solo is go online and play where the permanent death, and just see how long I could live, yeah. <laughs> like against all these players that have been playing forever and trying to sneak into their bases and stuff. Yeah, like that's a little fun, like mess around thing. But it it, it does it is an interesting tactic, and I and it, I wonder if it would ever apply to any other game besides a survival game where you're kind of limited to where you can go off of your skills not off of the world you know what i mean yeah because in an arc if you wanted to you could just start booking it and try to go wherever you wanted yeah but you're gonna run into dinosaurs you're gonna run into elements and things like that so like, i don't think i've ever seen like the whole map of arc really i've never really gotten to like the winter area or yeah i don't know that's an interesting idea because like would is so as far as like dinosaurs stopping you and stuff would you consider like the enemies in WoW being kind of the same thing. Yeah, I guess it's similar because, like, you get to a certain point and the enemies just out-level you. Right. So you can't move into... That's how it was in, uh... That's how it is in Borderlands. True. That's how it was in the... That's how it was in Oblivion. They didn't level to you. Where you went was Um, how high a level they were. Yeah, they didn't scale with you. It was just like, oh, if you want to go over here... But they... They scale to you in Skyrim. Yeah. Would you rather have a game that scaled to you, or would you rather have a game where you can't go places? No, I like knowing. I like knowing where I can't go. That gives me something to look forward to. The only problem with me though is that when you're really strong and you go back to a place that's like level one, you're like, oh, this is boring. <laughs> like, there's still enemies here that are yeah. annoying me, but I'm not getting yeah. any. Like, that was a big issue with Borderlands when you had to go back to like beginning areas to like do little quests or whatever. 
it was like this is a boring mission because there's no like challenge. Well, and- no, you remember you're remembering that wrong. Getting to the mission, yes. Mm-hmm. Leaving the mission, yes. Once you accepted the mission, it would be at your level. Oh. Unless you waited too long. Well, there was ones that it was just like you had to bring an item back to somebody, and like it wasn't like a full mission. I yeah. definitely remember ones where it was like, oh, we have to go back to the first world just to drop this off. Yeah. And some of yeah, I think so. Then you get to mow through some some plebes, and then you see how cool you are, and it takes you all of three seconds. Yeah, no, this is a, for, that that was yeah. like my least favorite part of Borderlands was going back and it's like, cool, these are level three, and I'm level thirty. Like I had to shoot them because they're annoying, but it's like, yeah, I'm I'm stronger. I understand. Yeah, that's another good point of I think that Borderlands suffered from. Uh, there's no like uh uniqueness about the enemies mm-hmm. really there's like four different enemies you fight those same four enemies throughout the whole game yeah which is the same with legends of zelda mm-hmm. there's like eight different kinds of enemy types yeah like which i think a lot of open world games kind of suffer from this kind of thing of like here's our six different enemies have fun killing the same thing over and over and over uh, and, and like they but, try to give you variety they, by like making one. Like, they evolving that, yeah, yeah. They evolve them. They give yeah, them they elemental stronger, effects. Like, yeah, but that is not enough. Yeah, yeah, I feel like. Yeah, I think I Zelda could have had a couple tactics, more. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, name a, right. hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Name a game that gave you a plethora of enemies that you're happy with. I think Elder Scrolls has a lot of different creatures, and you start to find different ones. Yeah, you, as you go the, through the dwarven clockwork things, and like each subset of creatures in sub or in Skyrim has like three different types yeah. too. Cuz there's there's Spriggans. Yeah. There's the um the Ravens. The ra- the Wraiths, the Hagravens, there's the um elementals, the storm, fire and uh or is it is there a nice one or is it just the ice wraith? No, there's a big ice. Oh yeah, like the big, big ice one. Yeah. There's trolls. There's other humans there's and, and all the races of those. There's giants. There's mammoths. The Durgar. Yeah. There's, yep. there's a lot of enemies in that game. Okay, so that's Dragons. one game. Name another one. Uh, Fallout has a good amount, too. Yeah. Okay, name a non, but that's a game. <laughs> that has a lot of different kinds of enemies. That you're happy with. Um, I'd have to think on that. I'm saying it's an incredibly hard thing to do, and that's not something we should be bitching about. No, I just no, think that other no, games I, can do it I better. I think it's definitely right. something to bitch about. I mm-hmm. think, and I think that Borderlands is one of the worst offenders of it. Where like, here's your same three guys. Here's a midget. Here's a berserker. Here's a guy with a chain whip or Great. whatever. So you got you got the bandits. Yeah, and they have a couple you different kinds the, of bandits. They have the skags. skags. You got the skags. Mm-hmm. You got the robots. You have those stupid uh, birds. Robots. The, yeah, you start you fighting robots the towards the end. Yeah, the Loaders. I don't remember robots. That's in two. Um, was there were the robots in one, the, or did they just start up in two? I, I will say that Borderlands does well with the boss fights, and those yeah. are very varied and interesting. But like getting you to have the, the Hyperion loaders. You have. I'm on five now. Um, yeah, five. I mean, what what did Zelda have? Let's see. Yeah, but I don't want to spend like the first five hours in a game just shooting the bandits or whatever which is also interesting because then we talk about grand theft auto 5 and it's like well there's just other humans there's just people yeah Yeah. same with like uh like uh well i mean this is open world games i'm talking i guess open world games you expect more for some reason yeah because you want more variety right 
Right. Um, let's look at what Breath of the Wild has. Okay, going through, there are quite a bit more than I <laughs> originally remembered in, in Zelda. Oh, yeah. Okay, but they all kind of look... There's different versions. So there's the uh, Bacoblin. Yeah. Um, and there's different. There's a lot of different the versions Macablins, of them. The Macablins, the Macablins. Tons. And the Moblins, yeah. The, the bo- those are all kind of the same. Um, then you have the Lizalfos, the yeah. lizards. Then you have, like, the the robe. the So the Blizz robe, the Electric Wiz robe, like all the wizards. Yeah. You have the, all the blobs. Octorox. You have the skeleton versions of, like, the skeleton versions are, like... It's the nighttime versions. Yeah, it's, like, a weird... Yeah. Um, then you have the Guardians... Um, Octorox, the different kinds of bats. There's not a whole Lionels. lot. There's not a whole lot. Yeah, the stones. so basically we've gotten off track. But the the what's the word? Uh, but I think that gives you variety in your open world. Yeah, I don't I think, think that's it's part variety. Of, I think that's part of the interactivity of mm-hmm. like, the world. The variety of enemies definitely yeah. definitely hurts and makes you because I think that's hurt that hurts State of Decay, a big time. I mean. Well, I mean, you're fighting a zombie. Well, yeah, or what but, you expect? Twenty different kinds of zombies. I mean, there could have been more. Like, I think uh, Left 4 Dead Four did that really well. There were six. Yeah, but I think Left 4 Dead. I mean, it's not a um, open world game, but I think that those different kinds, like there's the main ones, obviously, and then like the witches and the bloaters and stuff. Those like posed a threat and changed of the gameplay. Where I can, can you even remember any of the weird ones? There was, there was a big one, and there was. In Left 4 Dead? No, no, no. In sorry, State of Decay. Like I don't think they. Oh, they, oh. They didn't give us enough for like I don't think they varied enough from the normal zombies to be a big deal. Yeah. No, they really only made the infected the infected ones a deal, and the screamers a deal. Yep. Yep. And it and it and it could have been more fun and varied if they had just maybe just a little more variety or if they were different enough from the normal zombies because like a fat one's just a normal zombie that i shoot a lot more <laughs> as yeah. opposed and, to in and for, probably explodes right yeah yeah as opposed for left for dead where they would like puke on you and like they would swarm you like i think yeah i think they missed uh that would have kept my attention a little bit more to be like oh everything's gone awry because this kind of zombie's here yeah. and so yeah and i was thinking about it like okay GTA has one type of enemy and I was like what what's the redeeming thing there that I don't think about that mm-hmm. and I think it's the weapon wheel I have 15 different ways to kill the same enemy yeah. instead of a sword to kill the same thing over and that's over that's true that is true and I guess there's a little difference between like the enemies ramp up as you get your stars yeah so like the police come then the SWAT team comes. Mm-hmm. Then the There's helicopters yeah. that are chasing yeah. you. Yeah, that I'd agree with that. That that does give you a kind of variety in your enemies. Yeah. Then the military comes and yeah, I don't know though. I don't know. I don't know why Borderlands stands out to me as being very like repetitive in its yeah, enemies. Yeah, I will. I will dis. I I agree with your theory that that not theory. It's not a theory. I agree that variety of enemies. Is needed to make yeah. the game inter- interesting. And I, don't, I, I will not. You know what? I will not agree that Borderlands is a big offender of that. Well, no. You know what I think. Number. You know what I think about you, Clinton, or why I think it's different is because Borderlands isn't like a true open world game. You aren't in one big map that you drive around. Yeah. Everything's a section, right? So it's like 
it's like all these different levels and worlds that are open world within themselves. As far as like going backwards through right stuff, yeah. Because like you you know everything's like one map and then you move to the next map and then you move to the next map, and within those maps, the variety of enemies is pretty low. Yeah. So I yes. think like you, okay. you're in the desert yes. area, you're gonna fight skags and bandits. Yeah. You're in the robot area, you're gonna fight robots. I think that's kind of the thing where I think you know you know who kind of did it better was. Uh, um, is is moving because it is kind of a hybrid in a way that it is open world, but there are levels yeah. in a strange, you know, in a sense. But um, Halo, like the original ones, as you move through the levels, you meet the different kinds of enemies. But by the end, you were fighting like all of them at once. Yeah, and I thought that was pretty Dude, cool. That was one of the. I will always, I will always remember as one of probably the biggest moments in my gaming, uh, gaming career. They hyped it up so much. They teased it so well. When you first meet the Flood <laughs> in Halo 1, it is terrifying. Oh, it's so scary. And it's not even a scary game. <laughs> yeah, that, that is it's a scary just part, like, though. All the, I was like, I didn't. I thought this was a war game. I didn't know this was a zombie <laughs> horror game. Yeah, yeah. but the, the, I thought you were going to talk about a whole other uh, moment. I think, is it Halo 2 or 3 where I think it might be 3. I think it kind of happens in different times at different points, but the, uh, I think it might be three because the the brutes and uh, peel away from the covenant, and there's a fight between. And then, then you get the faction wars. Yeah, yeah, there's a fight between like the robot, the sentinels, the covenant, and the brutes all at once, and you like walk into it, and it's like as you've been meeting yeah. these enemies, now suddenly they're all there, and I think that <laughs> like I mean I know it's not an open world game, but I think yeah. it. You know, it was a way to be like, oh, look at all these different guys, and they all move differently. And I think that's something that a couple other games could learn from. I think this is a good topic for another day, just enemies in general. Oh, for sure. But, uh, yeah, no, and I don't yeah. by any means think that Borderlands is a bad game. Oh, no, it's one of my favorites. Yeah. And I do love, like, the leveling system where you're like, oh, like, it kind of cheats variety in a way yeah. between, like, a level 5 skag and a level 10 skag, yeah. you know? I Yeah, and I also don't think that Borderlands is really an open world game. Which is funny because we probably talked about it more than anything today. <laughs> it, it is kind of a hybrid. I, I wonder if the next one will be. Yeah, I don't know. Because probably. I don't know, though. They have a good like story-driven thing where if they go open world, they might lose some of that. Yeah, I don't know. Would you play? I mean, you're, it's, Borderlands is one of your favorites. It's open worlds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's still pretty linear, though. And, like, yeah, it's there like, you go. Yeah. But I could see it moving towards that way because you know you already got the vehicles. You already it, is if they just blended the outside of the areas, it might become more. Yeah, you know, because like you do, you can choose what you know you're gonna do and stuff. But um, yeah, it is kind of like a weird hybrid. It's almost like the same way that uh, Destiny is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would, I would, yeah, yeah definitely. What's the uh, what's the best open world? So you said Zelda. Oh, I was gonna. That's how I was gonna end us off. What's your favorite open world game? I gotta go Breath of the Wild. It's just my favorite game now. Yeah. And I'm like itching to play it again. Yeah. I played the shit out of that game. I found every shrine. I found probably like two hundred mm-hmm. some Korok seeds. I gotta go. Number one like is. Uh, I gotta go. Zelda: The Breath of the Wild is number one, and then number two is Oblivion. Yeah. What about you, Neil? I gotta go. I gotta go. Oblivion. Um, but I want to state the reason because Oblivion, you go through the first, you know, the first five or ten story missions, and then all of a sudden you realize that Oblivion gates open, and there are ten other open worlds. 
Yeah. Fair enough. And that, yeah. Uh, and then I'll give it, I will definitely give it to Zelda. Uh, I think they, I mean, granted it's one of the newest ones that's come out. Mm. It's not really that new anymore, but definitely one of the, like, triple A most most prepared for and invested in Yeah, game. it's got some and heft I think behind they, it. They knocked it out of the park. Well, and it's also it's crazy because it's like yeah. the first open world Zelda, like 3D open world Zelda. Like other ones weren't really open world. Like they kind of were. I the mean, first, the very I, first one was open I do, world, I would yeah. say. I do, this, I do this exercise where, I mean, I can pull Link out of that game. I mean, you can put any little character in there. It can be a, a pig with a chef hat and rubber boots, and I will still love it. Yeah, yeah. It does. I don't think. I don't think it's the Zelda factor there. I think they really made a unique and engrossing environment yeah. to be in. What's the uh, What's the guy from Minecraft? What's his name? The character from Minecraft. He has a name. Yeah, oh, he I does. didn't know he had a name. Yeah, he has a name. Hubert. No, it's it's like <laughs> Stan or My, Mike or Tom. Yeah, I will or, look it up right now. But would you, would you Neil like Breath of the Wild if it was Steve? His name is Steve. If it was Steve, Steve. riding Thomas the Tank Steve, Engine, yeah. and Buzz Lightyear was his hang glider. You just made the best game known to man. <laughs> it well, is, this exists. This exists. This exists. It's a mod. There's a mod. <laughs> what? There are mods. They've started modding Breath of the Wild, and you can play as Steve, the, the character from Minecraft. Uh, and your horses can be Thomas the Tank Engine and your hang glider, which it was the most amazing thing when I saw it pop out because mm-hmm. it's like Woody hanging on to Buzz's hands in the movie. That's like what Steve is doing and Buzz is his yeah. hang glider. Yeah, <laughs> or Clinton has a video for you. All right. Um, uh, that's wonderful. What was your favorite open world game? Uh, is it, is it? I'm going to say Skyrim, just yeah. pure merit of the most time of my life put into an open world game yeah. that's that's the one there's a lot to do not the witcher huh no i don't know i really like the witcher but i skyrim man right. we didn't talk about the witcher at all but that's because if i could sum it up real quick here it is not offensive yeah there, it does it's not yeah gr- great at any of it it lets you fast travel everywhere, which we talked about. It, it has you its, have a horse. It has its struggles, which with, is kind of cool. It has its struggles with fast travel for me. I, yeah, I, I just, agree. I agree. I with just that. hate having to go to a place to fast travel yeah. in a game where traveling is nine percent of your thing. Just mm-hmm. let me fucking open the menu, push a button, and get closer. Fair enough. Yeah, I can agree with that. <laughs> yeah, I can agree with that. Especially when your horse does not control the way you want it to. Yeah, I would rather like. I would rather have it be like how in Zelda you can go, you can travel from wherever you are, but mm-hmm. there's only special places you can go. Yeah. Then vice versa. How does how does Red Dead Redemption do tra- fast travel? Uh, uh, you know I can't. It's been a while. Can you in that game? Because I don't remember fast traveling in that game. Maybe that's. I don't either. Maybe I that's remember another much reason like why GTA. I playing it. Let's see. Um, Driving, Setting up a camp well, is one way to everywhere. fast travel to another end, See, part of the world. All of these games where you have to like do something to fast travel, I just don't like it. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. I don't disagree. I don't want to waste three minutes to to waste three minutes to get somewhere. Then then go to another place. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's gonna wrap it up yep. for us today. Uh, what do you like about open worlds? What do you not like about open worlds? What Let did, us know. What did we get wrong about yeah. open worlds? <laughs> Have you played an open world game? Catch your mind bug. <laughs> Have you played an open world game that's just awful? You know, I don't know. Let us know. Facebook, Twitter, iTunes. 
<laughs> car horns. Car horns. <laughs> GameGoosePodcast at gmail.com. Let us know. Thank you guys so much uh, for joining us again. And, you know, here we come into the busy season. Get ready for your big AAA games. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. Me too. Yeah. What are you most excited for coming up? First off, mm-hmm. uh, Mario Party. Yeah. Second too. off, Red Dead. Oh, yeah. I'm going to spend like a month and a half playing that game, I bet. Unless you can't fast travel. <laughs> I'm going to fucking hate it. <laughs> Neil, what are you excited for coming up? Um, Stardew Valley multiplayer. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, that's not like a whole new game. What's the new game coming up at the end of the year? You ready for? Um, I guess, I guess Red Dead. I'm really not. I'm not excited about anything. Not even Fallout 76. Not even Smash. Oh, I forgot about that. But honestly, I'm a little skeptical about that. And I don't. The more that comes. I am excited for. I am excited for Smash Brothers, but I can only play it when I'm home for Christmas. So it's not something I can really be ecstatic about. Yeah. I'm ready for Fallout 76 and Mario Party and Smash Brothers. Going to be great. Not Red Dead? It looks cool, but, you know, I didn't like the first one that much, so I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I don't know. So I'm, yeah, I'm interested to see because I wasn't a huge fan. But All right, any last words? Uh, Yeah, I have a few. Okay. Do you know what they are? Uh, I have a guess, but I'm not sure, so. <laughs> Guys, remember, what's good for the goose is good for the gander neil what do you got to sign off with honk honk motherfuckers (laughs) (laughs) all right thanks guys for listening be nice to each other